Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. 295 slows from Burroughs passing East Capitol Street. The northbound delay is after the 11th Street Bridge headed toward Benning Road. On the Bay Bridge, the eastbound span, the right lane of two, is blocked with the work. So the westbound span is running two-way traffic. So you're getting across the bridge with little to no delay. The WTOP Traffic Center is presented by Window Nation. Make no payments on your new windows for two full years. Visit windownation.com. I'm Rita Kessler, WTOP Traffic. 7 News First Alert Meteorologist Eileen Whalen. After starting off in the 30s and 40s, afternoon high temperatures will be much warmer as we get into the low to mid 60s, well above our average high of 51 this time of year. We will enjoy a mix of sun and clouds, sun setting just three minutes before 6 p.m. Could have an isolated shower this evening. Overall, though, we're dry through the overnight hours with lows in the mid to upper 40s. Tomorrow, increasing winds for your Tuesday afternoon with scattered showers possible, rain likely on Wednesday. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Eileen Whalen in the First Alert. Weather Center. 48 in New Carrollton, 50 in Boston, and we have 48 here at WTOP. This is WTOP News. Facts matter. This hour of news is brought to you by Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza never cuts corners. Good morning, I'm Michelle Bash. And I'm John Dome, and coming up... They were hijacked at sea, and now this Northern Virginia couple's family is holding hope they're alive. I'm Luke Lukert. Arlington says yes to ranked choice voting in November. I'm Dick Iuliano. Why a so-called grandparents loophole can help you support your college student grandkid. I'm Mike Marilla. Americans loading up on their credit cards. I'm Ralph Fox. 10 o'clock on WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. The Supreme Court is set to hear arguments on cases from Florida and Texas that center on conservative viewpoints online. Correspondent Jan Crawford has our top story from Washington. Conservatives felt that they were kind of being censored on social media, and these laws were in direct response for by decisions that Facebook and Twitter made to ban former President Trump from those platforms after January 6th. In addition uh, to efforts they believe the social media companies were engaging in to censor any kind of conservative or contrarian reviews on COVID uh, during the pandemic. Just in from New York, former President Trump has appealed the ruling in his civil fraud case that has him on the hook for $355 million plus almost a million, hundred million that is, in interest. The determination in the case brought by the state's Democratic Attorney General would also make Mr. Trump ineligible to do business in New York. Republican National Committee Chair Ronna McDaniel announced this morning she'll step down on March 8th as Donald Trump moves closer to his party's nomination. CBS's Finn Gomez. Trump has privately and publicly backed Michael Watley, the chairman of the North Carolina Republican Party and the National Committee's general counsel to replace McDaniel. Mr. Trump has signaled he wants to install his daughter-in-law, Lara Trump, as the party's co-chair. A man who doused himself with accelerant and lit a match has succumbed to his injuries. CBS's Cammie McCormick. Officials say he died after setting himself on fire during a protest outside the Israeli embassy in Washington yesterday.
yesterday. He said he would no longer be complicit in genocide, referring to Israel's war on Hamas in Gaza. The man was 25-year-old Aaron Bushnell and was an active duty member of the U.S. Air Force. President Biden is gearing up for a meeting with congressional leaders tomorrow to discuss stalled aid to Ukraine. CBS's Scott McFarlane from Capitol Hill. House Speaker Mike Johnson says he won't be rushed in bringing to the floor a Senate plan that offers about $60 billion to Ukraine. There are a number of House Republicans who insist on new border security measures in the U.S. before they unlock Ukraine aid, even though Republicans blocked a Senate effort to do just that earlier this month. The clock is ticking toward a partial government shutdown Friday night. Some parts of the country are in for unusually warm weather. Odyssey meteorologist Craig Allen. Readings today are going to be in the 60s, 70s, and even 80s, and we could get close to 90 degrees down towards Dallas and Houston. Hundreds of temperature records are expected to fall through midweek. The Dow is up 97 points. This is CBS News. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save nearly $750 on average. Call or click today and find out if we could save you hundreds on your car insurance. It's 10.03 on WTOP. Monday, it's February 25th. It is 49 degrees. On this 26th of February, temperatures heading to the mid-60s this afternoon. That's going to be fun. Good morning and thanks for joining us on a Monday. I'm Mark Lewis with the top local stories we're following this hour. It's been nearly a week since a Northern Virginia couple's boat was found in the Caribbean abandoned. There was blood everywhere. Investigators think that three escaped inmates hijacked that boat with the couple still aboard. As WTOP's Luke Lukard reports, the couple's family... He's still holding out hope that they're still alive. Kathleen Brandel and Ralph Hendry sold their Alexandria home years ago to live on their catamaran, The Simplicity. Uh, they loved immersing themselves in different cultures and meeting people and spreading their love wherever they could. The couple's son, Brian Hendry, tells NBC4 that's why it is now so shocking that they're missing. Authorities say there were signs of a struggle on the ship when it was found last Wednesday abandoned. They believe the three inmates hijacked the ship last week shortly after their escape. Nico Kelly is a fellow sailor and friend of the couple. When this news came out, it spread like wildfire. People are just incredibly shocked and devastated by this. Those inmates have since been recaptured. They're expected to be charged with the couple's disappearance. Luke Luger, WTOP News. Some milder air is in our area for now. In fact, we're expecting the uh, warm temperatures today through Wednesday. And some of you may be wondering, will any more snow come our way? We posed that question to 7 News First Alert meteorologist Brian Vandegraaff. With the milder weather moving in, will that mean the snow chances are fully gone? Not completely. Back in March of 2018, we did pick up four inches of snow downtown, so it's a possibility. But March snows are not nearly as widespread as uh, earlier in the season. Heck, we've even had snow in April, less than a half an inch is what we saw back in 2007, if you can remember that far back. So, yeah, don't write it off completely, but with each passing day, those chances continue to diminish as that warmer air continues to build on in. So far this winter, D.C. has seen eight inches of snow. That's about three inches below average. We've got our full forecast with talk of 70-degree temperatures this week coming up on the 8th. Arlington County supervisors have decided... Voters will use the ranked choice method when electing the county board 
in this November's election. Board Chair Libby Garvey announced the results at the weekend board meeting. All in favor, please say aye. 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 All right, motion passes 5-0, and we're going to do ranked choice voting for the general election this year. Before the vote, Arlington resident Audrey Clement spoke in favor of ranked choice voting. RCV enables voters to rank candidates in order of preference and determines the winner by transferring the loser's ballots to other ranked candidates until someone gets the quorum needed to win. While the Arlington board's action covers only the board election in November, members expressed hope that it can continue to be used in future elections. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. Family seeking financial aid for college are busy filling out the free application for federal student aid, also known as the FAFSA form. And as WTOP's Mike Marillo reports, there's one change with the form this year that will allow kids not to be dinged because they're receiving financial help from their grandparents. It's called the grandparents' loophole. Before with FAFSA forms, students had to reveal their untaxed income sources they use for college. And doing that could potentially make them not eligible for federal financial aid. Now with a new law kicking in, the new form only looks at tax returns and doesn't require that money from grandparents be declared, according to CNBC. It's a bit of good news amid a problem-plagued rollout of the new FAFSA system. It's seen outages, and for a time, it prevented parents without Social Security numbers from submitting applications. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Higher interest rates and inflation are not stopping consumers from loading up their credit cards. WTOP's Ralph Fox reports debt nationwide continues to rise. Credit card debt topped $1.1 trillion at the end of 2023, as experts say the economy remains healthy. While credit debt has surged, WalletHub says after adjusting for inflation, it's nearly 20% below a 2008 peak. Also, stats show that over 50% of borrowers pay their balances in full each month. Russell Price, chief economist at Ameriprise Financial, says while the dollar value is at an all-time high, so is population, employment, and consumer income. The job market's continued strength implies consumers have the ability to pay down debt, put money into savings, and continue to spend. Ralph Fox, WTOP News. Keep it here on WTOP, up ahead in money news. Is there money trouble for the D.C. hotel once run by former President Trump's company? I'm Brendan Hazelton. It's 10.08. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Now, traffic and weather on the 8s. Rob Stallworth in the WTOP Traffic Center. Work zone setting up may cost you some time. It may also have a problem on the outer loop of the Beltway as you head toward Georgia Avenue. The possibility of a reported crash in the roadway, so watch out for that. On the inner loop, as you come across the American Legion Bridge, the left lane is blocked for the work zone. Outer loop after River Road, that's where the right lane is blocked for the work there. In Virginia, on the outer loop between the Georgetown Pike and Dulles Toll Road, still with the right lane blocked for the work zone once again today. Eastbound 66 before the Beltway. The broken down tractor trailer is cleared. All your travel lanes have been reopened. Southbound I-95 near Dale City exit 156. That's where the right lane is blocked for the crash scene there. No problems on the northbound side of I-95 as you head toward the Springfield Interchange. Your travel lanes are open. Traveling in the district northbound in the 3rd Street Tunnel on the ramp to the 3rd Street Tunnel northbound. Well, you understand the right lane is blocked for the broken down vehicle. DC 295 northbound after Pennsylvania Avenue may have a work set up along the right side as you head toward Benning Road. Traveling at this point 
on the Beltway in Maryland through Prince George's County. You're in good shape between Beltsville and Oxon Hill. Your travel lanes are open and available. Eastbound Route 50 going across the Bay Bridge. The right lane is blocked for the work zone. Two-way operations are running on a westbound span to compensate for two and two. Want to test the electric car? Plug in the fitsmall.com and find your electric ride today. Check out the Subaru Solterra, the Hyundai Ioniq, or the Toyota BZ4X at fitsmall.com. That's the Fitzway. I'm Rob Stallworth, WTOP Traffic. The 7 News First Alert Forecast with Eileen Whalen. Tracking a little spring fling early this week. Afternoon high temperatures will climb into the middle 60s. will be dry through the morning and afternoon hours. Later this evening, a few showers possible, especially north and west of D.C. Higher rain chances tomorrow afternoon. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Eileen Whalen in the First Alert Weather Center. Already 50 degrees in Ashburn and Rockville. 48 in northwest Washington with sunshine. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money news on WTOP, 10 and 40 past the hour. At 1010, Brendan Hazelton. Mark, the owner of the D.C. hotel once controlled by former President Trump's company, has defaulted on a $285 million loan in connection with the property. The Wall Street Journal reports the missed payments from the Miami-based group that bought the lease rights for what is now the Waldorf Astoria, Washington, D.C., reflect higher interest and the above-market price it paid for the 263-room property. The CEO of CGI Merchant Group tells the journal he's lining up new financing for the hotel, which is in the old post office building. Amazon.com has joined the ranks of one of Wall Street's oldest and most exclusive stock indexes, the Dow Jones. The e-commerce pioneer will officially or did take officially its position in the Dow at the opening of trading today. It replaced drugstore operator operator Walgreens Boots Alliance. Gains on Wall Street in the early going this morning. The Dow is up 77, NASDAQ gaining 8, S&P up 2. Brendan Hazelton, WTOP News. Dive into hibernation mode with deeper sleep during Mattress Firm's President's Day sale. Shop now to save up to $500 on select Tempur-Pedic adjustable mattress sets and receive a $300 instant gift for pillows and more. Coming up on WTOP, how should we interpret the latest gains on Wall Street and what it means for our retirement investments. CBS business analyst Joel Schlesinger will share some insights in just a couple of minutes. It's 1012. I'm Dr. Brelli of the Cascade Center for Dental Health in Sterling and Burke. For 10 years, my advertising agency, Rosenberg Media, has proudly placed our radio advertising on WTOP. By advertising with WTOP, we've been able to tell listeners in Maryland, Virginia, and D.C. about our revolutionary full-mouth implant solution in our sedation dentistry. From the beginning, WTOP has been a proven vehicle for sharing our message. One doctor, one office, one price. WTOP is one great radio station. How do we know this? Time and time again, our patients tell us they've heard our ads on WTOP. We're changing lives by bringing our patients back to superior dental health, and WTOP plays a major role. Whether patients require full-mouth implants, custom-made on our on-site lab, or our patient-focused sedation dental care, Cascade Center for Dental Health is ready to help. If you need a great advertising partner, I highly recommend WTOP. They'll definitely put a smile on your face. 
Have you Googled yourself lately? Are there negative posts from an ex-employee or from a former client? Maybe an outdated news article? Search engines don't always get it right. For right or wrong, it's your reputation on the line. That's where Reputation Defender by Norton comes in. Take control with Reputation Defender. Their cutting-edge approaches help you to wipe away unwanted information in your search results. They also promote the good stuff. You can start by getting your free reputation report card at reputationdefender.com or call 800-811-4975 to speak to an expert. The Greater Washington Board of Trade is a professional membership community representing top, vibrant, and diverse leaders who work together to build strong economic growth for the D.C. region. And now, here's Regional Business Insights with Blue Jenkins, President and CEO of Washington Gas, a member of the Greater Washington Board of Trade. For almost 175 years, Washington Gas has been committed to improving life in the DMV. Safety and reliability are just two reasons why Washington Gas is investing in large-scale modernization of our infrastructure region-wide. When you see us on your streets, this is what we're focused on. Learn more at WashingtonGas.com. The Greater Washington Board of Trade is pro-business and nonpartisan. It is where local leaders work together to drive inclusive, resilient, and sustainable economic growth for the region. Go to BOT.org to learn more about the important issues that Board of Trade members are tackling today. That's BOT.org. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. 1015 on WTOP. Thanks for joining us. I'm Mark Lewis. How closely have you been following the stock market? The U.S. financial markets have been on a whirlwind. The stock the stock market now up 24% since early November, and the broader S&P 500 last week hit record highs. Joining us live now is CBS business analyst Jill Schlesinger. Jill, what is behind the current wave of stocks? Is it based mostly on positive vibes about the economy, or are there other factors at play as well? Well, I definitely think the positive vibes really do work because there were so many people who were telling us just a year ago that that 2023 was going to be a terrible year, that we were going to go into a recession. And there was a lot of concern that, you know, high interest rates really would bite into the ability for people to spend money. Well, as it turns out, the economy remained quite robust. The job market is still pretty solid and people are making more money and finally actually making more money than the rate of inflation. So that's been a real positive that is underlying a lot of the economic and then financial and stock market talk. But I will say that more recently, I think that a lot of our conversation is about the boom in technology and specifically in artificial intelligence and how that's going to lead to great productivity gains and also how a lot of companies have to invest more money in order to get ready for the AI boom. And you can see this most specifically in a company called NVIDIA, which creates the chips that power AI. That company has been on a tear lately. And when you look at their earnings and listen to the earnings call, it's almost like you're back in the the 90s where we're hearing things like, you know, this is transformational and this is going to be a real big difference in the U.S. economy. Mm. The big difference between today and then is that these are companies that are already making money. They are profitable. Now, of course, Jill, this will vary for for most of us. But as we look at these these big gains among stocks, are these gains translating into good news for our retirement portfolios? 
It kind of depends on um, how you are invested. But if you are mostly in stocks or even if you're just a balanced investor where you say I've got, say, half of my money in stocks and half in bonds, the stock portion should be up pretty robustly already this year, say around seven or eight percent. And the bonds, not so much. The, The bond market has really been taking it on the chin a little bit, meaning that interest rates are up and the prices on bonds are down. But again, overall, if you've got a diversified portfolio or balanced portfolio, you should be ahead on the year. I I think that one of the big problems is that when you hear things like, oh, you know, the stock market's making all new highs, it may not really translate into you directly, but some of it could. And the best way to gauge how you're doing is not to look at the stock market, but to look at how you're doing in terms of your saving. Are you paying down your debt? Are you feeling comfortable with the amount of money that's going into your retirement account? These are the bigger questions that are probably going to influence how you're doing overall based on what we're seeing with the dow and the s&p should we be making any significant changes to our investments right now i always like to tell people that the reason to make a change in your investment is when there's a change in your life not when there's a change in markets so it can be it can really be tantalizing to for me to say, oh my God, NVIDIA is up a gazillion percent over the last two years and you want to just dump all your money in there. I think that that's a little bit of a misnomer because, you know, you don't want to be reactive to the market, but you do want to be clear that if something's changing your personal life, you might need to change your investments around. What do I mean? Well, you know, if all of a sudden you're in a couple and one person loses their job, you might say, we can't afford to put as much money into investments right now. We've got to pull back. Or maybe conversely, if something great happens, maybe you can put more money into your investments. But the the Real life issues that are going on for you, those are the things that would actually deter you or encourage you to do something different in your financial plan. Very good. Thank you, Jill. We appreciate it. CBS Business Analyst, Jill Schlesinger. WTOPs brought to you by Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza takes the headache out of planning with the Lido Pizza team party giveaway for your child's sports team. Go to WTOP.com and search Lido to enter for your chance to win a pizza party and for complete details. Let's get to traffic and weather on the 8s with Rob Stallworth. In the district on the Southwest Freeway eastbound, headed into the northbound 3rd Street Tunnel, that crash is blocking the right side to watch for authorities that are on scene and stay to the left in order to get by. Traveling on D.C. 295 northbound beyond Pennsylvania Avenue, headed toward Benning Road, may have the right lane blocked for the work zone today. Southbound on the brakes as you pass East Capitol Street, otherwise looking pretty smooth there. The Beltway in Maryland on the inner loop, leaving the American Legion Bridge headed up toward River Road. You have the left lane block with the work crew there. Outer loop slows as you make your way past River Road with the work after River Road along the right side of the roadway. No problems on 270. Earlier is northbound near Falls Road. That's where we have the right side block for the work zone. Things are clear on I-95 and the BW Parkway between the two beltways. Eastbound 50 on the Bay Bridge. The right lane is blocked for the work zone. They are running two-way operations on the westbound span. In Virginia, on the outer loop, coming past the Georgetown Pike, headed toward the toll road, still with the right lane block for the work zone there. I-95 southbound, looking pretty smooth as you make your way out of Springfield, headed down toward Quantico with your travel lanes open. Northbound I-95, near Choir, may have one stop on the roadway there. 
If you're traveling at this point, eastbound 66 before the Beltway, the broken down vehicle is cleared to the right shoulder. All your travel lanes have been reopened. In Bethesda, MacArthur Boulevard between Goldsboro Road and Sangamore Road, traffic is alternating around the work zone. They're doing some flagging operations today. Our country was founded by people who disagreed, but they still got the job done. We, too, can listen, ask questions, and stay curious. We can disagree better. A message from the National Governors Association. I'm Rob Stallworth, WTOP Traffic. The 7 News First Alert Forecast with Eileen Whalen. After starting off in the 30s and 40s, temperatures climbing into the mid-50s by lunchtime. Our high today, 64 degrees, kind of a little taste of spring for late February. This evening, sun setting just before 6 p.m. We will see scattered clouds through the evening hours, maybe an isolated shower. But we're mainly dry overnight with milder lows in the mid to upper 40s. Tomorrow up to about 64 degrees with afternoon showers possible. An approaching cold front on Wednesday will bring a strong southerly wind gusts over 30 miles per hour possible rain possible through the morning and afternoon but likely rain chances wednesday evening as the cold front slides through we're dry thursday and friday i'm seven news meteorologist eileen whalen and the first alert weather center 50 degrees in manassas 47 in frederick maryland and it's 50 at metro center in dc we're on our way to the low to mid 60s this afternoon brought to you by gutter helmet safeguard your gutters from spring showers with gutter helmet from Leadnor Home Solutions. Call 888-5-HELMET. Just ahead, a costly financial mistake, but who's responsible? 1022. We all hear the radio ads about the IRS. They tell you to be afraid, to be scared, and they try to frighten you into calling. I'm not here to do that. Tax Relief Advocates is different. TRA is here to tell you that if you owe money to the IRS, whether it's 5000 50000 or 500000 we have a solution. It doesn't matter if you're sitting in your car, at work, or with your kids. No matter where you are, call now. 800-575-1794. Don't lose hope. TRA can eliminate or reduce what you owe to the IRS. There is zero risk to you. If we can't reduce your tax debt, then you pay nothing. Our passion is taxes and helping individuals fix their IRS problems. We have a five-star rating on Google and Yelp and an A-plus with the Better Business Bureau. You don't need to be afraid of the IRS any longer. End your tax nightmare today by visiting us online at TRA.com or call 800-575-1794. That's 800-575-1794. Tax Relief Advocates. Real solutions for real people. CarsforKids.org. Your car, running or not, can be picked up as soon as the next day. No title, no problem. Go to CarsforKids.org today. 1877 Cars for Kids. Donate your car today. Now accepting donations of land, homes, buildings, or any kind of real estate. With just one touch, you can listen live to WTOP on Apple CarPlay or Android Auto. Download the WTOP app and choose it from your car's display so you never miss the stories you want to know. Good news on gas prices. The local news you need to know. This just in. Or the traffic you want to avoid. Avoid 66 if you can. WTOP News. Facts matter on Apple CarPlay or Android Auto. Brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Visit NavyFederal.org. Insured by NCUA. This is WTOP News. It's 1024. 
fingers are being pointed over who is to blame for missing the important property tax assessment mailing deadline in Maryland. It's a mistake that could jeopardize funding for schools, police, and other services. The agency responsible says it's the fault of their vendor. But the state Senate president is not buying that. Maryland's Department of Assessments and Taxation failed to mail out more than 100,000 property tax assessments before the end of last year. The agency's director, Michael Higgs, blames the vendor for making an error. But Senate President Bill Ferguson says... This seems to be uh, a basic function of government. I, I understand that it's easy to 